As a group of Latinas from the southeast side of Chicago, we created this platform because, well, we just have something to say. Join us for laughs, cries, the ups and downs, and a little bit of tea. Or cafe. So grab your cafe con canela. Or coffee. And let us be part of your Wednesday morning. Wonderful. Old smoky moonshine, apple pie. That was good. I could taste the apple. Yeah. It did taste like apple pie. That was good. Yeah, it was. And you got that at the liquor store? Yeah. Delicious. See? Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Cafe con Canela. Hi, Sonia. Hi, Lila. How are you doing? I am great. How are you? I'm doing good. Now that you gave me that shot. <laughs> what so, happened to our Cafe con Canela? It had canela in it, so. It did. <laughs> Does it that did. count? It was like a moonshine shot. I don't know, but it was good. It was good. Um, Definitely uh, the pick-me-up that we need for this long week. Yes, man. It's been, <laughs> We're only a few days in. It's only, it's only Tuesday. You know what? Today, yeah, this week has been really, really... Um, <laughs> the two days. The two days have been exhausting. And honestly, it's only been the day because I don't work on Mondays. Oh, two no days. way. <laughs> I was feeling Tuesday. bad for you. Like, Damn, no. poor Yesenia. Today has been no, but you know what? Yesterday was frustrating too because I was running around making taking care of errands, and you know how my phone is messed up with the battery. Um, my I took it to Best Buy. I had the appointment, whatever, and they had me there for like almost forty five minutes. And of course, the kids are being brats and you know annoying as hell. No, not your twins. And so then they Little come back angels. and they're like, "Oh, well, we don't have the battery here. We need to order it." And um, so whatever. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll just bring my phone back. And they're like, okay, it'll be a week. And they're like, okay, and that's going to be $70. I'm like, $70? Just for them to and tell I'm you like, that shit? I'm like, first of all. Am I prepaying for the battery? Yeah. I, I'm supposed to have free warranty or whatever. You know, I'm still mm-hmm. within the year. They're like, but yeah, but that's manufacturing stuff, not the battery. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, screw this. I'm like, that's okay. I'm like, no, I'm good. Oh, yeah, I'm so that's frustrated. fucking nuts. So yeah, so I'm, I'm so damn you iPhone. I mean. Um, you know, <laughs> so basically now I just have a mess up. So anyway, so yeah, so I was running around doing errands and then I got home. It was so late and just running around all day. Um, and then work today and the kids didn't go to school because Ariel was crying that her stomach hurt. Turns out she was lying to me. Oh, she's such an actress. Mm-hmm. I wonder where she gets it from. I know, right? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so that was that. How was your week? So um, my week is going pretty well so far. Um, we made some changes at work, which just means more work for me. Oh, yay. You know, that's always a plus. I think my boss loves to just throw more things at me. <laughs> um, it's fine. I mean, because it it it, it, it <laughs> keeps the day from being so boring. Um, but another little fun fact is this week is international. No, not international. Nothing. <laughs> it's... Dental Assistant Appreciation Week. Oh, great. Dental assistants get a whole week, and us women get one day, one whole day. Because, but, oh. but those dental assistants that are women, oh, that's they good. got a two-for-one. There you go. Good, good for, for them. <laughs> yes. On a real note, though, yes, happy National Women's Day to all you amazing women out there. Absolutely. And uh, to all the dental assistants out there, thank you for all that you do. Yes. It's yes. not an easy job. I cannot... I would never want to be in anybody's mouth. No. I couldn't imagine. It, so. yeah. 
my um we, we you know we did a little celebration for the assistants in my office today um, we got them little gifts and we had like lunch or whatever and um, I hope that they feel a little appreciated I mean I try to tell them regularly like thank you like because yes without them and without having a good assistant yes we couldn't do what we do mm-hmm. we couldn't provide the care for our patients that we do because I, I've seen several assistants I've seen plenty of assistants and there are some that don't care that mm-hmm. do it just for a paycheck and and you can tell we can't rates. yeah like we can't people don't like to come to the dentist and I and this is what I stress to my team all the time like they don't want to be here so we have to provide the best care we can mm-hmm. to make them feel comfortable with being here mm-hmm. and make them want to come back you know because yeah. and it's so crazy this is what pays our bills it is so crazy that I I think that that's the appointment I dread the most. I mean, now it's, I mean, I have to go. You're not alone, though. Yeah, Everyone But knows. it's like, I'd rather go to the doctor and get naked, you know, and get yeah. checked out than go to the dentist. And I think it's just because it's an awkward, you know, they're in your mouth. But it, that's. Yeah, one, one person had told me before, like, finding a good dentist is like finding a good gynecologist. And I'm thinking, like, oh, how could you compare the <laughs> two? Like, I don't know, but. Mm, pe- no, the, people don't go to the dentist unless they're in pain. Mm-hmm. And if you're in pain, then it's too it's late. It's already too late, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. no. But I am happy that my family is making it to the dentist this year. I've seen my brother's girlfriend. Oh. I've seen, I haven't gotten my brothers in there. My cousin has gone. Wait, tell me they go to another dentist, I'll be fair. Um. <laughs> No comments? No comment. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, like, Naeem travels for work, yeah. so it was hard for him to get... It's, it is hard for him to get in. But I did get him an appointment, and then he canceled, so F off. <laughs> um, but his girlfriend did come in. She saw the dentist. Um, Jason, um, he's the type that only comes in when he's in pain, and his wisdom teeth are bothering him, so mm. he'll be seeing our oral surgeon soon. <laughs> um, I Maribel and Jacob are coming in, oh, so okay. I'm excited to uh-huh. see Jacob. So I took advantage of her coming in to bring my boys mm-hmm. <laughs> because I can't bring them, obviously. Um, my cousin has gone. Um, I've gotten a couple of my friends in. Um, so, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I'm happy to see the people in my life coming to the dentist. That's good. Yes. I think I, I took my kids there last year, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Was it two years ago? Maybe two years ago. Yeah, because I think last year, where did they go? Oh, I think 118. Yeah, I think to your dentist, yeah. right? Yeah, because my insurance, well, the insurance that I had, it's just been a pain in the butt. But yeah. um, this year, I have no, I have to figure out who they can see with their insurance because I don't know how that works. Um, and yeah, well, I go often, but I haven't gone for a cleaning. But I go every month for my Invisalign for or my whatever. Invisalign thing. Yeah, yeah. So so happy to see people at the dentist. So happy for my assistance. We're in Homewood. Oh, but anyways, I was talking about the gifts that we got um, my assistance. So uh, the gift that I gave them was that Starbucks cup, and my cousin decorated it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Those are really nice. I like those. Yes, I love it. So, like, I gave them their gift today, Mm -hmm. but I used my cup on Monday. So some of the assistants had seen my cup. Mm -hmm. They were like, oh, my God, I love it. I love it because I have little teeth Mm -hmm. on it with hearts, and it has my name. Like, I love it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, that's so cute. That's so cute. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I know, I know. But I couldn't tell them, like, I got you I guys got you one. one oh, that's so, nice. yeah, today, um, one of them I did see she was using it, like, drinking water all day. It's just easier to drink water it out is. of a cup, you know, than a mm-hmm. small cup. 
Um, And, I mean, we need it. It's good for us, right? So they say. It is, right? I think so. (laughs) The other day, um, you remember, I don't know if you remember, I had bought not the gallon one, but the half a gallon one. A water bottle? Yeah, Uh so long ago. And it was in my kitchen, like my gallon dust. one sits underneath my yeah. desk. So, so, uh, so it's collecting dust in the corner uh-huh. over there. So finally, I grabbed them. I was like, "Well, let me just empty a whole bunch of these bottles." And I felt bad. I'm emptying like four or five of them into this thing. Oh yeah. But I drink it so much more, or so much easier, uh-huh. out of the big container. Yes. But the, <laughs> but because it's so big, like I'm not gonna take it with me everywhere. Uh-huh. So it's like, luckily I was home. I finished it. But then it's just like when I leave. Like, I take a water bottle, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of water bottles in my car now. You know, it's oh just like, God. oh, it's so frustrating. You know what would be great, what, where it would be good for you to take that water bottle? Mm. The concession <laughs> stand for baseball season. You're already planning it for me, aren't you? You're already planning my summer. Yes, I, I am. I know. I am. You know what? And I told Eric, it's so funny because I was like, oh, I'm not going to be cold. She's like, oh, great. So you're going to be home more often? I was like, oh, no. Absolutely no. not, Eric. I, was like, that just I hope you hear this podcast because absolutely not. I'm just going to be in the concession stand with Lila. <laughs> yes. I mean, I actually don't mind that. I prefer that. I prefer it. And, you know, I, like, I'm looking forward to, like, okay, so baseball season is starting soon. Um, my position on the board is concessionaire. They made it a board position, and I am thankful for that. Thank you, Eastside Little League Board. Um, and I am excited for the season to start because I feel like I'm so annoyed by a lot of stuff right now that once a concession, once I'm able to get into that concession stand, like, I'm in my own bubble. Yes, yes. And I could kind of, like, shut people out, you know? Like, mm-hmm. just only a select few VIP can come into my concession stand. <laughs> you better believe I'm on that list. And yeah. I will lock the fucking door, <laughs> and I don't want to hear no problems, you know? Yes. Um, but once we're in there, yeah, we can have our water mm-hmm. bottles, and we'll we can make all the food. I mean, also, we're buy a bunch of snacks and oh, a was... bunch of chips that I, I gave up, so I haven't eaten chips since Lent, you know? Oh, That's a good big for deal. you. I haven't eaten chips or pop. Yes, there's lots of snacks, um, but also... Um, opening day is a big thing, you know, so I, know. I am um, planning. I did ask um, the board members, like, mm-hmm. hey, any ideas of what we should sell on opening day? Some Kevin had mentioned carnitas, so this past weekend I tried making carnitas in the crock pot, and it was a fail. They did not come out as delicious as I was hoping that they would. Yeah, so for the next four Sundays, I am going to try different carnitas recipes until I get it correct. Nice. So either on opening day, I'm going to sell the carnitas I make, or I'm just going to (laughs) buy carnitas and sell that. So what you're saying is next Sunday, I can expect carnitas when we're recording. Yes. Perfect. There you go. Yes. As long as I wake up early enough to put them in the crock pot, or I would prefer putting it in the crock pot only because I feel like it frees up some of my time Mm. and I'm not like sitting over the stove making it, you know? And if they come out just as good... Like, why not, you know? Absolutely. So I can't wait. I'm excited about that. And then once, if you fi- figure out the perfect recipe, you can pass it on to me because I have my Instant Pot. Yes. That I can make my... Absolutely. You got it. <laughs> you got it. We're going to eat carnitas all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly what we need. <laughs> I mean, without the tortilla, yes. we should be fine, right? Yes. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited. And speaking of opening day, we should be out there. We're going to be covering the yes. event. So... I can't wait for that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to cut some mm-hmm. kind of normalcy. Yes. I mean, 
the kids have gone back to school, right? Yes. Your kids have. Yes. My son goodness. starts um, Thursday Tomorrow is his first Thursday, day. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he goes Thursday, Friday. Um, I'm looking forward to it, but how has it been for you so far? You know what? It's so, it's been great to be able to drop them off. And it's just the perfect time because we, oh, our okay. roles <laughs> changed at work totally. <laughs> like before, our role was a little more laid back. Like it was a pain in the butt because we had to be in front of the computer the whole time waiting for calls to come in. But the calls were so, they were not that frequent. So yeah. it was fine. And while we were there, we would do a lot of training sessions. So while we were on the computer, we still had to do training sessions. Things like that, but mm -hmm. it was I didn't have I didn't need quietness that long in the day, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh well, now we are the we're taking care of the hotline, the COVID vaccine vaccination appointment hotline for the United Center for the United Center, and the calls are nonstop. Like this morning when I logged in, <laughs> there was eight hundred people on hold on hold. And so how many two people, hour wait? And how many people do you have? Like, There's a total of 200 people, but I don't know what hours they work. Shit. So, like, still. So, this morning, I think there was only 100 of us working. So, mm -hmm. 800 calls, 800 people waiting. They were waiting two hours already. So, you're getting the calls. They're already upset. Then the system was down. So, I couldn't even schedule them. So, I'm taking their appointment down. So, yeah. our team accumulated a total of 200 people that we need to call back. Damn. Just call back. So, that's not even the people, people that, that, like, I took care of already yeah. or had questions and I answered the question yeah. or whatever it was. No, there's 200 people that need a return call back. So I'm like, oh my God, like tomorrow's going to be crazy. But perfect timing, right? Yes, because imagine timing. it being like this while, while the kids were at home doing oh, e-learning. I, like, I would have had, I no, would not have been able to no. do it. Like the re remote learning for me was horrible. It was a horrible experience. Even like now at least they go to school, I feel bad because I don't even know if my son pays attention to the teacher, mm -hmm. but at least he's there. <laughs> No, yeah. he's picking up some stuff while he's sitting there, you know, so. Mm -hmm. And from what I hear, he's not the one that gets in trouble. There's another little girl that gets in trouble. So at least my kids oh. are not the ones that are getting in trouble. Well. And Ariel is a little snitch, so she tells me everything. Good. Good. <laughs> Spe and speaking of Ariel, this little girl lied to me this morning, told me she didn't, she was, she was crying that her stomach hurt and oh, couldn't go to shit. school because her stomach hurt and she was lying. But I, I am worried that the reason she lied is because I think they had to read today and she doesn't know how to read. So I think oh. that she's like anxiety mm -hmm. already and um so it makes me sad because i don't know how to help her i i've tried i don't know how but you're not a teacher yeah so and all you can do is just like practice with her but the teachers i think they shouldn't the, i think now that she's back in school she'll probably learn yes yeah so i'm hoping for that it is not easy yeah i mean alex is in sixth grade and this kid doesn't even know how to read <laughs> <laughs> But it makes me sad because, like, I remember not wanting to go to school when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, it was for other reasons, but still. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, so. But, yeah, I mean, you just have to I'm keep... not ready for this. <laughs> no. But you just, you know? I think you should just, you just need to keep instilling in her that the teacher is there to help her mm -hmm. and not hurt her or make fun of her or anything like that. Yeah. Like, she's there to help her. And if, if she's struggling in reading, that the, she, the teacher should know so that the teacher mm -hmm. knows to help her. Yeah. You know? Yes. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think. Yeah, but I do like, I do like their teacher, so I'm glad. And they like her too. Like they, they, you know, they're happy with her. So. Yeah. Who's their teacher now? Miss, Miss Magnabosco. Well, I'm so glad you like their teacher. And, you know, just, I mean, stress to Ariel that she just needs to talk to her teacher and. Yeah. And she'll help her, I'm sure. Yeah, and Eric helps her. Oh my God, Eric freaking, he'll be like, I feel so bad sometimes. That's probably why she cries. He's like, oh my God, Ariel, you don't know what that says? And he'll just, <laughs> he'll, he'll sit there and be like, 
Clorox disinfecting wipes kills 99.9% of virus and bacteria. Like, where the hell did you learn how to read? Where? Like, I guess. How? Please, show your sister. Show your sister, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then when they're doing the math stuff, like, she uses the counters and stuff. And Eric doesn't. He just does it in his head, you know? So he's just like, okay. Uh, he's one of those kids. Yeah. Mom, he did it without the cubes. He didn't use any cubes at all. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. But yeah, so he's got good. his like, mama's jeans. What can I say? Yeah. You know, at least he got that from me. Yeah. Um. Did you get a chance to watch Oprah and Meghan Markle? I sure did. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. I know. I well, I didn't watch it live, but I did watch it yesterday on the um. Cause I had, thank goodness I don't work Mondays. Um, and my kids were in school, so I watched mm-hmm. it yesterday on the app on the CBS on the CBS app. What is uh-huh. it? But, oh, my God, it was heartbreaking. Um, That's so sad. I mean, I had already seen a lot of the videos because, obviously, everybody was posting about it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew what was going to happen. But it was just sad to hear her say her stories on how she didn't feel, didn't feel like she had, they had her, she had support there. And she felt alone. And to feel alone, you're new to this family. You're, you're pregnant with a child. And I think a lot of the problems, too, were when she was pregnant, there was concerns about, Concerns that were raised about how dark the color skin skin the baby would be. Yeah, but I don't understand why they would even question that. Just because like she's light skinned, and then Harry obviously is white. So like, well, no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't even be a question because why is racism even a yeah? You know, like, and that's what's for sure. You know, like it. It's it's sad that that was even a conversation taking place, and it was brought up, I guess, to Harry. A number of times. Multiple times. Multiple times. And you know, it's crazy. It's like that saying, like, be careful what you wish for. Because it's like, who doesn't dream when they're little of becoming a princess? Well, and what's funny is that she said, she actually touched on that because Oprah kind of brought that up. Like, uh you know, like, what what was your idea? Every every girl's dream, you know? And Harry would be my prince Mm. charming because he's a little (laughs) rough around the edges. The ti- she was never into the titles. The titles was never a thing for her. But because the question was brought up about her child, soon to be either a boy or, you know, they didn't know what she was having at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a question about whether there was going to be a title there and the family didn't want, or the institution didn't want to give the child a title um, because of potentially the color of his, his or her skin. And that, that was the re that was kind of like her, the, the, the point that she's like, okay, what's well, something, you know, this is, we can't be around this. And it was more because with the title comes security. Yeah. So if this child doesn't have secure a title, there's no reason to give this child security. Right. And that's what concerned her. Yeah. So with, as a parent, exactly. your concern is protecting your child. And when the media is bashing you left and right with yeah. everything and nobody has your back and that's how she felt. Nobody had her back. Nobody was, was trying to change the, um, uh, the narrative, yeah. you know, when they knew that they were lies or, you know, they were making her look so evil and uh, none of it was true. So you definitely need to check it out. Um, it's just sad. I feel so bad for what they went through and I'm glad that they the were best. able to get mm-hmm. out and I'm glad that Harry has her back. Yes. Like that's Absolutely. important Absolutely. In, in having a partner mm-hmm. is to have that person have mm-hmm. your back. Yes. And Absolutely. and respect how you feel. Like, because mm-hmm. he could have easily just been like, 
chill out, like when everybody else was telling her. Yeah, like get used to it. Yeah, this is yeah, this is what you married into, and I mean, this is our life. Mm -hmm. Our life. I mean, Harry didn't know anything other than this, Mm -hmm. you know. So like, but he saw what his mom went through, and that's what he was trying to avoid. But how little was he when his mom was a teenager? No, I don't think yes. When she died. Yeah, I don't remember him being that He old. was at least, like, at least in well, maybe 10. Yeah, so he, this is all stuff that it's on the news. It's everywhere you read it. So you're, you, there's something that you don't forget. And Yeah, but what they put on the news is not always 100% true. You know what I'm saying? So, like. But, she, but he lived with her, so he knows what she suffered through. Mm-hmm. You know, as a child, people sometimes, you know, yeah, granted, we're oblivious to the things that our parents went through. Yeah, like the real adult you know, stuff. But I, like, I know, I, I can recall times that my mom went through rough times. You know what I mean? Like, if your mother is suffering, and again, like, if you really look into it, and I do believe, I, I, I am one to say, and I have no problem saying, I do believe that they were, the institution was behind her death. I am a believer of that. And I, and I, and I believe that there was a lot of hardship there. I don't know if hardship is the right word, but there was a lot of pain there that she went through. And he heartache, saw that maybe? heartache, and, and he, he saw that. and he saw that mm-hmm. he said it. He said it in the interview. I didn't want this to happen. I didn't want history to repeat, it, to repeat right. itself. Yeah, good that, for him. You know that he kudos. He stood yeah. up for his family, and they're surviving off of what the mom left him. And she, he said, he's like, I think deep down she knew what was going to happen. So yeah, so yeah, so I'm just glad to see that they're happy and they're having a baby girl. Yeah, you know? so good for them. But. Mm-hmm. Wishing them the best. But yeah, definitely check it out so we can talk about it in more detail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but anyway, fun fact. I think because they filmed in somebody's backyard and they did make a comment about how it wasn't Megan's backyard and it wasn't Oprah's Oprah's backyard, backyard. but it was one of their uh, mutual friends' backyard. And I think it was Ellen DeGeneres. Why? Because Ellen did a couple videos. I remember seeing like her backyard and um, it looked familiar. And I could have sworn... Uh, hearing Ellen say that she was good friends with Meghan Markle. So, it's just, I don't know, a thought that I had. I was thinking of Ellen. What's going on with her? I don't is, know. Are people still trying to cancel her? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and these millennials are trying to cancel. Or is it the millennials? No, Lila, we're millennials. Oh, I don't I know. I don't consider I know. myself You millennial. know what's funny is that I don't consider, okay, so for many years, remember we were so embarrassed to say we were millennials? We were yeah. so embarrassed to admit we were millennials. Yeah. And I would always say like, oh my God. And now I just say millennial because yeah, technically we're millennials. But I don't, yeah, like when I post like millennial stuff I'm like wait but we don't relate because you're like at the other end of the millennial yeah I'm not a crybaby millennial yeah so like I'm a zenial millennial yes and uh so that's what I consider myself I consider myself a zenial absolutely 100% but you know what I do like as much fun as we like to to make of Gen Zers and or we joke around about millennials this and Gen Zers this you know I do appreciate the knowledge that these Gen Zers have because they're so woke. Yes, <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word anymore. But yeah, I don't know if that's a cool word anymore. I don't okay. know. Let, let us know, Gen Zers. You know, but yeah. I do enjoy learning from them and um and just seeing their pers- their different perspectives and things. And they 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 do help bring awareness to a lot of the issues and a lot of things that were okay, but not that were shouldn't have been okay, but were okay while we were growing up. Yeah. And they're bringing awareness to these situations, and that, and I do appreciate that. So, mm-hmm. and speaking of a Gen Zer, or actually, I don't know if she's a Gen Zer or a millennial. She may be on the cusp. I don't know. But <laughs> but going back to International Women's Day, yes. Um, our next guest, Fernanda, does this segment on TikTok. Um, 
that's called Badass Latinas. Yes. And she highlights mm-hmm. a badass Latina all the time, a different one, and so interesting. Yeah. She offers Absolutely. so many facts that most people wouldn't even know about this person or about these people. Or most, I mean, there's some some that she's presented that I didn't even know were Latinos. You know? Yeah. Fernanda Cortez was one of the first Latina TikTokers that I followed. Um, and I love her page. I love, and I, again, like I said, she's a young girl, so full of knowledge. And the way she presents her videos, it's just, they're attention grabbers. And um, I love that her page is full of positivity and full of pride. I really enjoyed the talk that we had with Fernanda. I learned so much. She was such a pleasure to have on. Oh, yeah. It was so nice to meet her. I'm, I'm not so active on tiktok as yasanya is so a lot of these people i really don't know that you um that you follow or that you have this relationship with um or this friendship with um so it was really 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 nice to get to talk to her and get to know her pleasant young girl (laughs) (laughs) i love her videos though so definitely check her out um when you have a chance uh fernanda cortez on uh, TikTok and on Instagram. We'll make sure to have her handle in the description. Here she is. Time for another refill, Yesenia. Well, hello. We are back with another episode of Café con Canela. I'm Lila. I mean, <laughs> you're not Lila. Hey, Lila. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Yesenia. How are you? I'm doing good. And today we have a special guest, Fernanda Cortez. And I actually have been following her on TikTok for quite some time now. Thank you again, Fernanda, for coming on the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am too. I am also. So Lila, <laughs> I know you're really not on TikTok, but one of the sec- one of the things that she does, which caught my eye, was the badass Latinas. And, what is that? Um, it's a series that she does. So <laughs> like she's the badass Latina? Well, she is a badass Latina. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> but she also does a segment where she focuses on Latinas in general highlights kind of like what we're trying to do here. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that and then how you came about it. Yeah. Um, well, I am a really big history nerd. Ever since I was a little kid, I loved watching like all kinds of history documentaries about everything. And I noticed that people weren't really talking about Latinas and like these are women that like I looked up to. These are women that my mom taught me about, that like my grandma taught me about, my tias talked about. And I would be like, why aren't these women being talked about in these like history documentaries that I love watching? And I knew there'd be an audience for it because I knew there'd be like history nerds out there like me or people who are interested in learning about Latinas like me. So that's really how it or came about. people like me that weren't history nerds and should have been, <laughs> but they don't know, you know, yeah. or people like me that, yeah, don't it wasn't taught to me by my mom or obviously not in school either, but yeah, no, I have no idea. So now I can't wait to watch your videos. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's really how it, it came about. I didn't really think that it would, I would be like on almost episode 50. I don't know. I didn't think that like that's people crazy. would have wow. such like an interest on it, but I love it. And even myself, there's some Latinas that I didn't know about, but through like doing research that I learned and yeah, that's why it's been so much fun just because like I said, I'm a history nerd. So I just love learning and people leave me comments on who they want to see. I, I get so excited to research people that I've never heard about and post about them. So what is it that you do? You, you um, pick someone, let's say you pick someone and you just go over like facts about them yeah, or what makes like them little, so like, amazing? biography. Yeah, okay. like about like okay. their achievements and like their careers and things that they did. Wow, that's mm-hmm. so interesting. 
And then lately, um, she's been doing this uh, series where it's like, um, kind of like the drama behind some of them. <laughs> Which, oh, obviously, like, who doesn't like cheese man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, I'm, it's like biggest scandals of their careers. I got inspired by another creator. His name is Patty Pop Culture. Okay. He's doing that. He was the original creator of like the biggest scandals of their careers. And I got inspired to do more of like, obviously like the Latino version. Cause that's what my content is all about. Um, and yeah, who doesn't love a good chisme, you know? I know, right? That's, that's really how it came about. You grab your cafecito and you sit down with yeah. your comadres and there you go. It's time for a chisme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, where's your family from? I, if I'm not mistaken, you were not born in the United States, correct? No, I was oh. not. I was born in Mexico. I'm from Guadalajara. My oh, whole so, so close to where my family's from. We're from Jalpa, Zacatecas. Oh, we're neighbors. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was born there. My whole family's from there. Um, mom, dad, sister. I was born there. All my family still lives there. Um, and I moved here to the U.S. when I was a little bit younger. And I've kind of grown up with both environments mm-hmm. do you still you so you visit a lot then since your family's over there still or not since COVID has been a thing yeah but I miss it a lot yeah yeah how did on, you start on TikTok like yeah it, it was honestly like by accident it was I posted my first video in March of last year during like the first lockdown and I just I was really bored and I just had all these video ideas and I was like you know what why not why not just start posting like what's the worst that could happen and I didn't think that like people would notice or like I would gain a following I was just bored and I had all this time to like brainstorm fun video ideas and I just kind of started posting just not really expecting anything out of it I feel like the pandemic was the introduction for a lot of us that's when I started I started in April because of the pandemic as well Mm -hmm. you know so um that's so funny and it's just it's awesome to see how much these like a lot of these people that I have followed that I followed from the beginning, like you, like I think I started following you like at twenty thousand or so, and I love seeing your page grow, you know. And um, the more videos that you do and everything, and I think they're great. Um, I think I appreciate more that your page is positive um, and not so stereotypical. <laughs> um, and um, I know I do like a lot of comedic videos, which can kind of get on the stereotypical side, but also I try to do not. You know, I try to be able, I, I see it like, okay, is this, is this a video that if my mom were to watch, she'll be okay with, you know, and yeah. as long as that, as long as she's cool with it and, you know, um, she won't be embarrassed from it or whatever it is, then, then I'm okay to post, you know, so um, I appreciate that. Uh, what, uh, what kind of struggles or obstacles have you faced while being a content creator? Um, well, you know, obviously you go through like, dry patches where you just can't think of anything or all your videos flop they don't do well like or you start losing followers like there's just you go it's literally like ups and downs um and that's just what I've learned because I would I used to be really really hard on myself like if I haven't like posted a video that had gone viral in a while or if I hadn't thought of any ideas I've learned that it just it it comes and goes you know Mm. um you'll have a really good week and you'll have a really bad week but that's something that I've definitely learned is to not be just to not be too hard on myself you know everyone even everyone has like creative droughts slumps or yeah slumps (laughs) yeah and it's hard because TikTok is one of those platforms where you have to like post every day whereas with YouTube YouTubers post like once a week twice a week or like Instagrammers like they post like once or twice a week and TikTok is something that's like an everyday thing so it can be really hard to think of content to post every day 
Yeah, and that feels that does get a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. And then those that post like multiple videos a day, like you guys, I don't know how you have the time I for do it. one to two a day. <laughs> yeah, wow. one to two. Yeah, I think that in the beginning when I first started posting, it was like three. I was trying to do three videos a day because that's yeah, what people yeah. were saying to do. And um, sometimes I would even once in a while I would get to like five videos. Um, but then it was just because it was like kind of like an addiction, like, yeah. oh, I got to post a video. I got to post a video or, oh, my God, I got to do this. And it's just like I had so many ideas and it's like, I got to get it out there. I gotta, and I think I just felt like I crashed. I'm like, oh, no, I I I think I took like a good two weeks of just not posting anything because I was just so overwhelmed. Uh, now I just try to try to do once a day. Um, sometimes I can't even do that just because of school, you know, the kids remote learning yeah. is kicking my ass and it's hard, you know? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm in school too. So it's, it's hard to find a time to like, um, film, you know, yeah, exactly. But the most important thing I would say is just to like, keep yourself organized and just not to put too much stress on it. Like if I have to, like, if I set a time to like sit down and think of video ideas, I won't think of anything. Like yeah. I just, I try not to just it'll come to me. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what it is. You're right. It's more of a matter of like, yeah, they'll just randomly come. Yeah. And, um, but, but finding the time to record is definitely the, yeah. the obstacle. Yeah. Cause even though it's like a one minute video, it, 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 it takes a while. It takes exactly. Yeah. How many, how many times do you have to re-record that yeah. or, you know, I or the pause words or I said the wrong thing. Like it's mm-hmm. the editing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, are your videos in English or do you do some in Spanish as well? I do both. Both? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest difference that you see in Mexicans mm-hmm. and Mexican-Americans? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, like Spanish is, was her, well, is her first language. You're mm-hmm. from Mexico. I am not. I mean, I was born and raised here. My mom born and raised here. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma, she speaks Spanish. I mean, she wasn't born here. She's from Mexico, but um, we're, we're very Americanized, you know? So it's like, what do you, yeah. what, what do you see as the biggest difference? Um, I do wish I was more, I don't know, what's the word, like more in touch with my roots? It's, it's hard to explain. I don't know. It's just different. It's definitely that like, you know, that Americanized mentality, obviously in Mexico, you don't really have that. And I think that Mexican-Americans have, you know, a little bit of the Americanized values and like mentality and a little bit of the Mexican ones. At the end of the day, I think that Mexican-Americans are still different than like just Americans because they still have those Mexican values to them, you know? Yeah. I kind of see how like my Mexican-American friends struggle with like, ni de aquí, ni de allá, you know? Like they feel like I'm too Mexican for the gringos and then I'm gringo for the Mexicans. Yeah, absolutely. American friends like struggle with that balance because you guys are like a blend of both mm-hmm. yeah when I first started school I didn't know English so I went through that struggle you know if you went I went to an all it actually was a Catholic school so it was like pretty racist nuns mm-hmm. but um as I, I started learning English it's like I stopped speaking Spanish to my friends or anybody because it's like well, no, like it's just English. So it's like, so you go to Mexico and then your cousins make you feel like, uh, no sabes, no sabes hablar español, you know, like <laughs> unintentionally they do it, but it's like, but then you feel like, you feel that like divide, like, okay, well, yeah, you're right. I'm not Mexican enough for my cousins now in Mexico, 
But then when I come out here, I'm still too, I'm not American enough, you know what I mean? To fit mm -hmm. in with my friends. And um, I've actually appreciated, I think uh, one of your videos that you touched on, you were talking about the difference, um, people that don't speak Spanish or how we should not look down on people that don't look that don't speak Spanish, you know? Mm -hmm. And one of my aunts um, moved her to the U.S. like a long time ago, like in the 1960s. And um she tells me all the time, like when I was in school and I would speak English, like my teacher would hit me with a ruler. I mean, when I would speak Spanish, my teacher would hit me with a ruler. I got in but, trouble for speaking Spanish in fifth grade. Yeah, I got like, like, I had to sit out of mm -hmm. gym, you know? She was like, even if I was talking about like my lunch food, like my mom like brought me tortillas, like I would get hit for speaking Spanish. So I know that there was a lot of that, unfortunately, here in the US, especially for like families who were like third or fourth generation. So that's just why I try not to, not to judge because you just never know like what someone's past is you never know what someone's family trauma is you know exactly Especially if somebody immigrated here in like the 60s and like the mm -hmm. 50s when things were really different so I just mm -hmm. I try not to judge it's yeah and also like my one of my friends has has kids she's older than me and she told me like she's trying to teach her kids Spanish but it's so hard especially it is. when everything is in English and they go to school and they speak English with their friends and it's everything is in English. So yeah, I try not to because I understand it's hard. So I, you never know. I, my kids, so they both, they knew English and Spanish when, you know, when they were babies and then all of a sudden they get to preschool and they were still doing English and Spanish, but then halfway through preschool is just English. That's it. Like they just, now they refuse, like I'll, I'll, I'll ask them like, okay, we pray in Spanish. I make sure that we pray in Spanish or little things like that in Spanish. We'll sing a Spanish song, you know, but when I ask them, when I ask them a question, even if I ask it in Spanish, they'll answer in English. And then I'll tell them, no, no, how do you say it in Spanish though? And they'll say it, but they they say they don't speak Spanish. They say, I don't know how to speak it, ma'am. Like, oh my God, it's hard, it's hard. It's hard, yeah. Yeah, I know like me personally, I've really, um, like I said, I think I went through a moment where we got into a really bad car accident. One of the times I went back to Mexico or on our mm -hmm. way back from Mexico. So we, it, it, we didn't, I didn't go back in like 10 years, maybe 15. Um, it took us a long time to finally go back. So a couple of years back, I went back and I just felt like an intruder, an like outsider. Yeah. an outsider. Yeah. Like, um, like judge, like if I was on vacation, like like a tourist, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, I never felt like that when I was younger, when I would go visit. Like, I, I felt like, okay, every summer and every winter we would go to Mexico. But then this last time that I went, it was kind of like, yeah, like I felt like an outsider. Like I wasn't, I didn't belong there anymore. And mm -hmm. I wasn't born there. I was born in Chicago, but my mm -hmm. family really was, we we just went there a lot. Yeah. You know? Didn't you go, you guys go like almost every summer? Yeah. We went every summer and every winter. Uh -huh. So we would go twice a year. Wow. That's what I meant. Every yeah. winter. Yes. So, mm -hmm. so for me not to go, to not go for like 15 years or so after that accident, it's like, then go back. It was just like, so weird. So weird. Yeah. Or like Lila says, like, she doesn't feel Latina enough, you know? Yeah. There's no way that I can go to Mexico <laughs> if, unless it's like Cancun. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would have nowhere to go. I mean, unless it's with you or like. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe like to see Lewis's family, but so her her um her son, my godson, mm -hmm. his dad is from the same part of Mexico that my family's from. Yeah. So her family knows his yeah. dead side of the family. Cool. So yeah, Small that's world, right? Yeah. I mean, like I would like to take my kids. Um, mm -hmm. they've never gone. I would like for them to go. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
my brother's girlfriend, her family's from Mexico. So they plan on getting married there next year. So I am looking forward to going and it is going to be um, in, I think it is Zacatecas. That's it. Yeah. So I am looking forward to being able to travel to Mexico, like to mm-hmm. an actual town in Mexico and not like a touristy mm-hmm. place because really yeah, that's so different. That's the only place yeah. that I would go. It's, it's so different. Cancun is most definitely like a tourist. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's absolutely yeah. beautiful, but it's, it's definitely <laughs> very Americanized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but like, do you ever get any listener or any followers that comment or ask you advice on how to like you know that they don't feel Latino enough or yeah I I I definitely get those comments and I I just think I don't I don't like that term of like Latino enough like it Mm -hmm. it's almost like you need like a whole checklist filled out before someone considers you Latino and even me who was born in Mexico and I speak Spanish and I grew up there I still get comments of people being like you're not a real Mexican you're not a real Latino like like what, what more do you want? You know, like, and I find that just really toxic. I think it's about the culture, you know, there, I feel like if you're just, if you're just of Latino descent and you're part of the culture, and you're part of who you are, then you're Latino. I don't think you need like a whole checklist and um, something that like recently happened, like in the media that made me really like frustrated was the whole thing with Selena Gomez. You know how she came out with a Spanish song? Oh, yes. And yes. She got so much backlash like all of a sudden you're Latina when she's been making music in Spanish for a very long time all her songs in Disney Channel she would make them in Spanish I think that with her show on Disney Channel was like the first one to showcase a Hispanic family on Disney Channel and I remember one thing that really stuck with me when I was little and I would watch the show is someone had like a birthday and they didn't sing happy birthday they sing las mañanitas so I think she's I think she's always been she just doesn't make it like a personality trait like Mm. a lot of people do yeah and so I think, I, I just find that so toxic. I don't think you need a whole checklist. I think mm-hmm. if you're just proud of being Latino, then I think that's enough, yeah. you know? And, and I think such toxic gatekeeping. I yeah. feel like we just need more like love and support within our community. That's a good, that's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Like gate, the gatekeeping. Um, mm-hmm. And and one thing that I've noticed just in general, I mean, like, I know we were talking about like the, the you know, doing videos in Spanish or translating and everything. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the times the comments that I get are of bit of judgment is mm-hmm. our own people you know our own people like oh my god that's not how you say it oh my god like yeah. and it's like it's like you do realize one that one I don't I don't live in Mexico you know like I live here you mm-hmm. know I don't speak and even if you did live in Mexico depending different on where in Mexico different things different ways exactly like yeah. It's just like, did you really have to comment that? And I and I ignore them because it's like, whatever, it's not going to get to me. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I say it because that's how I say it, you know? Unless I'm offending someone in some way, then, I'm, then I don't see the problem. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. No, yeah. I get those comments too. Like, I remember I did this video. This girl was like, do it with like, how your country says these things in Spanish. And all the comments were like, you're wrong. That's not how you say it. And I'm like, like, that's how like, I say it. Exactly. <laughs> like, you do realize there's a reason why this video was made. It's because that's people say it differently. To do it. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I but I do appreciate those videos that you do and content creators like your page because they help educate us. And I hope that they help educate other people and hopefully maybe let them see things in a different way. You know, mm-hmm. when they, when they have, you know, if, whether they've been judgmental in the past or not for them to be, you know, I definitely get comments of people being like, oh, I'm not Latino, but I follow you. Cause I love like mm-hmm. learning about like different cultures. 
So that's, that's my whole thing is I feel like there's so many negative stereotypes in the media and I feel like I'm not going to name names, but I feel like a lot of influencers <laughs> put forward very negative mm-hmm. stereotypes and definitely yes. benefit from like the negative stereotypes mm-hmm. of like the hot Cheeto girl and things like mm-hmm. that. And that just, that like, yeah, it's funny, but you realize you're pandering to the wrong yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, like yeah I agree. Benefiting off a negative stereotype that hurts the community. Exactly. So I try really hard to not be. There are some videos that I do that are funny that are like playing off a stereotype, but that's not what my whole page is about. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I know, like I do, like yeah, like I'll do like the, you know, my fun, my funny videos that the chismosa tia or the comadre yeah, or whatever, like things like that, or like yeah. things like that. I'm like, but I know. Um. So I'm an actor, so I get I audition a lot for different roles, and mainly the roles that I audition for are the stereotypical ones, whether it's the, the chola or the nanny or the maid. And um, and I did do a chola video um, uh, for a web series, but it was, and, and here's the things that I said, I was like, look, I don't mind doing certain stuff. It was like, if you're not gonna be stereotypical about it, like this one was like, it, it was a clean one, you know? So it's just like, okay, I could do it, but it's like, but it's frustrating when that, that's how they see you as, you know? Yeah. And I don't wanna do the toxic guy, you know? Like, Oh my I'm god. Not, I'm not like yes, I'm a bitch. And yes, I could you know, like I fight with my husband. Yeah. But but I'm not a toxica. You know? <laughs> Let's ask Eric that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Even like the, the chola thing, chola's a whole culture. It's exactly like a whole like it's a whole like California culture and the media just turned it into such like a negative thing, mm-hmm. something to make fun of us for when it's a whole culture. Chicano is yes. a whole culture that yes. is so deep and it's rooted in like the 1960s Chicano movement mm-hmm. and, and the media just turned it into something negative, which is exactly. a lot of people who mm-hmm. actually like are cholas and live that life are now uh-huh. being, you know, put in this box of like, you're just a negative stereotype and that yep. sucks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So um, another thing that I wanted to ask you about was I, I was trying to explain it to Lila, but I'm not good at explaining it. I, I seen a video where you were talking about the difference between Latino and being Latino and being Hispanic. Uh, I know people kind of use it as a um, kind of like either or like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, some people just say they're Latino, some people say they're Hispanics, but they're not necessarily the same thing. Yeah, not necessarily. I mean, it's I know that different parts of the world are taught it differently. But this is the way I was always taught it. And like, even when I've posted about it, like, I guess, I think on this side of the world, this is how we're taught it. Um, I was taught um, Latino means like that you're from or have descent to Latin America. So mm-hmm. that includes like Brazil, Puerto Rico, like Dominican Republic. And then Hispanic means that you have descent from a Spanish speaking country. So it that does. doesn't include Brazil but that includes yeah. everything else. So that's just how I was taught it. Some people have different definitions, but that's just how I was taught it. And that's how, when I post about it on my TikTok, it's how everyone accepts it. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to like the whole Latinx and Latina, which is a word that I learned from mm-hmm. one of your videos as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I never even considered that word, but I, I've actually started to use it more just to be inclusive. Yeah. Um, but like, what is the, I guess the background on that? Yeah, I get, um, it's about trying to be more inclusive to those who are gender non-conforming. Um, because I think, you know, especially in the recent years, we've really become more aware of like LGBT struggles. And, you know, there are people who are gender non-conforming who don't really identify. And that sucks that they would have to be left out of their community because Latino, you know, it's 
it's the male, male. Mm-hmm. it's the male and latina is just kind of like a blanket statement of including make sure everyone's included even those in between you know it's kind of like mi gente so basically latina and latinx can kind of be interchangeable the, interchangeable gotcha okay it's just right. a gender neutral gender yes. Yes, gender neutral word. Gotcha. <laughs> i was trying to think of the word too i was like gender neutral, yeah, okay. gender neutral. Right. <laughs> what is it that what do you enjoy doing most on tiktok like what kind of videos I like doing the educational videos and those are, okay. are the ones that people seem to really like. Okay. Um, like I talk about like, yeah, like the, the history of like the word Latino and Hispanic or like Latine and like the Banas Latinas. And I've done like, um, like videos about like movies and just educational videos. Cause um, most of my following is Mexican American, Mexican American. So I think people really enjoy watching those. Cause like you said, you start, you want to get closer to your roots. So mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's why people really enjoy those educational videos because mm-hmm. these were things that ta- were taught to me, but like my mom and my grandma mm-hmm. and all my, my tias, but you know, those people who didn't have that education in the home enjoy watching those videos. So I, I love doing those. And I love having people react and be like, Oh my God, I didn't know this. Thank you for posting this. <laughs> I love doing those educational videos. Where do you see your, or where would you like to see your TikTok uh, career, I guess, go? What, how many, you're at, you just hit 300,000 followers, right? Yes. Con- congratulations. Wow. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. We'll definitely keep growing. Um, maybe hit a million one day. I don't wow. know when. One I'm day. sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Definitely, you know, getting verified is like a goal for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just continue growing, continue reaching more people. I, I want to make more videos in Spanish because most of my videos are in English. Because like I said, mm-hmm. most of my following is Mexican-American. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to start posting more in Spanish because you can see on on the creator like um, analytics yeah. and I do have like a good percentage that's just in Mexico. So I'm like, mm-hmm. God, I feel like I'm leaving them out. I'm not posting in Spanish. Yeah. I'm going to post more in Spanish. It is, it's, it, it is time consuming, but I have like, so I do a lot of my comedic videos in Spanish and then I just do the translations. But I mean, although the translations are never cor- all that it's, accurate. It's I mean, never, I do it as much the same. Yeah. I do it as yeah. much as I can. Like I, I try to translate in the way that it's still makes sense in and English. And sounds funny. It yeah. sounds funny, mm-hmm. not just translating it. Cause mm-hmm. I've noticed that people just translate it sometimes and they don't, you know, they're not funny. And no you know. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, so I know that people are probably going to call me out like, that's not what you said in the video. I'm like, look, okay. It's funny this way in English. And it's funny this way in Spanish. Like <laughs> it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think I do, I do get messages that people appreciate it. So um, mm-hmm. I definitely do think that if you start doing them, I mean, it's going to be time consuming <laughs> to translate yeah. them. Um, if you do the translations, but I think that'll be good. Did you, what is it that you're studying? Is the, is, is what you're studying anything involving? Oh, nothing I'm, in the, I'm in the healthcare field. I'm a medical oh, student. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not at all. Not, nothing related to history. No. Hey. <laughs> How does your family feel about you being a TikTok celebrity? <laughs> they think it's like the coolest thing ever. Like, oh, really? really? All of my tias follow me and like Aww. they comment on all my videos. Uh-huh. Oh, that's do so you, awesome. Do you have older siblings? Because I could see like older siblings being like, what? You're still. Oh, no, so I am the oldest sibling. Are you? Know, you? Okay. Know. It was actually so your my younger, younger ones are probably that, like, I yeah. want to be just like you. <laughs> no, no. It was actually my younger sister that got me on TikTok. Oh, um, yeah. Because back then, TikTok was more for like little kids. Mm-hmm. She was on it and she's the one who got me on the app. But now. And then all the millennials got on it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, are you are you a Gen Zer? You're a Gen Zer. I'm a Gen right? Zer. Gen Zer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, she's so Gen Zer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is over. Just kidding. <laughs> I was born in the late 90s. So I feel like okay. late 90s kids, We, I, uh, I relate to some millennial stuff and then I relate to some Gen yeah. Z. We're kind of like the floating. like I'm like the floating weird. of the other side. So I was yeah. born in the early 80s. Uh-huh. So I'm like in between Gen X and millennial. So for a long time, I refused to admit that I was a millennial. I'm like, I'm not a millennial. I'm a Gen Xer. <laughs> now I say millennial, but then it's like, it's hard because I'm like, I don't relate to a lot of like the like the not late 90s millennial stuff you know yeah i'm not a millennial so it's just like it's hard but i was like technically mm-hmm. we are i'm like well i just say i'm a xenial like, you know whatever xenial. <laughs> yeah. i i'm on tiktok but i just watch stuff i i don't yeah. i'm not yeah. a creator at all um mm-hmm. she is and like her mind is constantly working you know it's constantly like my next TikTok. tiktok video and you know mm-hmm. and it's like or um people see her people in the neighborhood will comment on her stuff like oh my god that's where I went to school or I know that block or I know you know and it's like wow look at she's like a local celebrity for some people see I was a type that I nobody knew I had a TikTok but my brother and like my friends like my close mm-hmm. friends yeah. mm-hmm. but like I didn't tell any of my cousins I didn't tell any of my aunts I didn't tell anybody until I popped up on one of their FYP pages and then that's how they found me so <laughs> so yeah like what what when did you know like oh <laughs> like yeah I, I was, I was kind of like I uh, said yeah I didn't tell anybody it was just like my family that knew and like my close friends it was like when my friends from school would like tell me like oh my god it's like I remember it was like the beginning of school and this girl from like my class followed me to my car and she was like I think I follow you on TikTok <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I was like, oh okay <laughs> Oh my God, and, that's funny. Yeah, and people from my work would like all of a sudden like they're the ones who like my, like my classmates and people from my work are the ones who like tease uh-huh. about it. But like, my classmates call me Hannah Montana. <laughs> they call you what? Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cute. Yay! It's time to get tea bagged. Woo! This is my favorite part now. <laughs> okay. Um. So the question for today is, what's the most ridiculous fact you know? And I guess it doesn't have to be ridiculous, but just a fact that people just don't normally know. Oh my God. That's a really tough question. Yesani, you want to go first? Um, or I can go first. You can go first. Okay, go first. So back in the day, Romans used to whiten their teeth with urine. Oh, that's so disgusting. Shut up, for real? Yeah. Does that actually work? That sounds I mean, I don't know if it works. I don't know, but um, one of my dentists told me that. So I'm going to Google it right now. And I'm I know one. I don't know if it's true, but I saw it on Twitter. Okay, let's. Like everything meme. on the internet is true. Someone had made like a meme and it was like a crying meme. And it was like, um, cows have best friends and they get sad when they don't see their best friend every day. They get sad? Oh my God! We're cows. We're cows. Oh, that really fits. I know. <laughs> that is sad, though. That is. Oh. You would think. I. I mean, I would never think. See, and I don't want to say that I would not think that animals have feelings because they're living creatures, so they should have feelings. But wow, to get sad. That is the best friend of my day. Oh. Right. <laughs> that's interesting did you know 
that the first oranges were not orange? I didn't. Actually, I think I, I heard that. It's like the chemical food engineering. Yeah. Yes. Oranges oh my gosh, are actually orange. So what color of orange? Well, I think are they? she's a history buff, so she knows everything. Whoa. <laughs> oranges? What does that have to do with history? Is this the history of oranges? Oh, right. It's the of history. course. They were actually green. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would eat a green orange, though. Really? You wouldn't? It's like a lime. Yeah, it's I would think, lime. I love limes. I mean, I like lime squeezing it on my food, but I'm not gonna just eat I it. I used to literally, I used to eat it like that. I used like, to eat limes, and I'm me like, too. Definitely a Mexican. I thing stopped then, right? eating them like that. The only reason I stopped eating them like that is because somebody told me, and I don't know if it's true or not. Probably, I don't know. That you start getting that dark lime right here. You do it like wears away your teeth. Yeah, oh, that's well, so- yes, it does make <laughs> it sensitive. Um, so that's the only reason I stopped eating like that. But I, I still could. I mean, like if somebody leaves, if somebody uses a lime and they didn't squeeze it all the way and there's still some juice in there, I'm going to eat it. I mean, yeah, I'll put a little bit of salt on it. Yes. <laughs> so good. My mouth just watered. I have, I have a whole bag of limes. It's like, yeah, help yourself. <laughs> if they're from pizza, they're not that good. Are they? No, I'm no these are pretty good ones. Nice. And yeah. The, the limes juicy. lately haven't been that great, but. You got to tell me where you got them from because I need some. Okay. Yeah. Damn Chicago weather. <laughs> no, I don't even know if it even has to do with our weather because we don't get them here. Where do we get our limes from? I would think. I mean, like maybe they are seasonal. Well, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Shoot. <laughs> I mean, they don't grow them here. Don't you need like a greenhouse? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I we have. No, we had a lima tree in my grandfather's house. So do they Those grow good. all year? The lim, I mean, over there, yes. Oh, because I was in Mexico. Yes. Oh, so it's warm yeah. all the time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they weren't always great, but you know, they grow all year. Anyway. Well, thank you so much for that. Where can people find you? Well, my username on all my social medias on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram is Fernanda Cortez X. Cortez with an S at the Cortez end. Cortez with an S. U R T S. And when are you going to start doing more videos with your dad? He's so funny. Oh, you do videos with your dad? You didn't mention this? <laughs> such a drama queen about it. I have to like give him the idea like a day beforehand because he like br- likes to brainstorm like jokes and funny things. Oh. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah, he loves it. He's such a drama queen about it. One of my, I was on live one day. One of my followers was like, I think I saw your dad at the grocery store. Oh my oh. God. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh. He, he's so funny though. I like those videos though. So I'll be looking out for them. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Fernanda, for joining us. I really had a good talk. I, I, I'm glad we had this talk. It was really enjoyable. Yeah. I'm happy that I got to, you know, know you. And now I can't wait to follow you on TikTok. I make sure she, I'm going to make sure. And she learn about <laughs> all the badass Latinas that you yeah. talk about. <laughs> I can't wait. Awesome. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Until next time. Cheers. I don't have my glass. Oh, yeah, I have my tea. (laughs)